in an attempt to actually earn the fact that I've got all these Gundam models sitting around. And we're finally taking the next step in our Gundam journey here with a classic 1989's Mobile Suit Gundam 0080 War in the Pocket, a nice short six episode concise side story. So we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, our thoughts on that, a couple of fun facts regarding that, and just how we're liking the escalation into getting kind of into this Gundam stuff. Let's talk about that. Welcome back. To the I Married a Wee podcast, it's your favorite anime podcast where a husband is finally getting uh, his wife into the, the mech cartoon so that she can figure out which of these Gundams is in fact Domones uh, and which ones aren't, which most of them aren't. Uh, so this will hopefully help. <laughs> hey, are you new here? My name's Tom. Uh, been a weeb for a bit, you know, the old Toonami stuff, yada yada. Met a great gal in college introduced her into said cartoons and now here we are with a podcast hey what's your name over there i'm danielle danielle that's right and uh and hey are you new here hey it's nice to meet you hopefully uh this being your first episode it's an okay one at the very least let us know what you think of this episode when you get through it by rating on whatever it is you're listening to this podcast on if you got instagram you should check us out on there i married a wee pod on instagram Generally, two posts a week to reflect the two episodes a week. That's Mondays and Thursdays. So just go ahead and follow there to, to keep in the know, I suppose. You can also find a Linktree link on that Instagram profile to get you into the Discord. What do we do in the Discord? Let me tell you. We show off our Gundam models occasionally. We show off the figures we've bought, the manga we, we like. We talk about anime. We roll for waifus. We generally just talk like internet friends and it's a pretty good time in there i've made good friends and i like good friends so if that sounds interesting to you go ahead jump on in there it's it's time go on get and if you don't have an instagram and you want to get into that uh just check the description of this episode and you'll be good to go easy enough oh cool hey holy wait a minute i recognize you back there are you not new here looking good Looking good per usual. We're always complimenting your looks, but fine. You're as nice as ever. There we go. <laughs> There's a little bit of under the surface thing. Sure. Sure. Daniel, how you doing today? Doing good. Yeah. Just living that life. Just living that life. Faye's not making it easy on us. Oh my gosh. Can she just sleep? Can she just go to sleep? Why she got to fight it like that? Well, when you were, you were complimenting our our dear list uh recurring listeners sure. uh on their you know you know not just physical appearance it makes me think of i've been you know because everyone tells little girls like oh you're so pretty yeah. like things like that and i'm i try to sprinkle in like you're so kind oh. or you're so smart like actually like Things that matter in the world, not sure. just looks. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. And uh, I've been doing it enough, especially this week. I've been trying to give her more like words of affirmation, positive vibes. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember what we were doing, but she just turned to me and she said, Mama, kind. 
Oh, I said, oh, that's what we do it for. So cute. Uh, Faye being our daughter, anyone yes. who's not in the know on that. <laughs> yeah, she and even now, like when I call you just to tell you I'm coming home or something like that. I do love that. She will say, hi, Dada. Mm-hmm. And I say, how you doing? Good. Good. Everything is good. Everything's good. <laughs> Except for when I said, are you having a good day with mama? And she says, <laughs> no. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's a brutally honest one. And it's like, we had such a good day today. Not I changed to her. out her toys. I do a toy rotation. So yeah. I, I brought some new toys up. She got to pick what she wanted. We brought her little, little people barnyard upstairs. We were, I do um like these cutesy little voices. Like, yeah. like I was playing, I was pretending to be the pig and she had the chicken. And I said, oh, can I have some corn or whatever? Because we had like the play food on the sure. thing. And then she would go, no. <laughs> and she would do the <laughs> same voice. like high pitch voice that I was doing. It was so cute. I love it. She's on, she's on fire with the cuteness, except for when it's bedtime. <laughs> and she's quite the contrary to that. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Are you guys still with us? Hey, yeah, we talk anime occasionally. Uh, let's do a little bit of anime news. Mm. Stage plays. Oh, no. You ever heard anything of those? Well, guess what? Full Metal Alchemist getting its second stage play adaption in 2024. Oh. I mean, like it's probably doable. So I wonder, does the first stage play actually do the full story? Or is it like a season's like, here's season one of the stage I think they do it based on play. manga. Because it's saying Full Metal Alchemist um, manga titled uh, Full Metal Alchemist sequel chapter is what it's based off of. I don't know what oh. that means. I got nothing. If you guys do know what it means, you can talk about it in the Discord with us and, uh, you know, get us, uh, get us wise with that. There you go. Shonen Jump Plus launches a storyboarding app with contests that are affiliated with Netflix and Toho. So... Um, the Shonen Jump Plus service is it's, uh, launching its version of its World Maker storyboarding service in Japan. Sorry, not for us. Sorry. On Wednesday. And it's co-sponsoring contests with Netflix and Toho. So mm-hmm. the app is letting people, um, quote, even those who can't draw, end quote, create thumbnail layouts for manga or storyboards for animation, live action shows, movies, commercials. So this is that. You know, it's kind of what corporations have been doing for a bit with like, it's an art contest, submit a cool logo and you might be able to win a high five from us. (laughs) Free logo, easy money. You know what I mean? So this should start kind of maybe spicing up some life. We'll see. Mm. I don't know if if the app can in fact help people who can't draw. I don't know about that. I think you should know a little bit how to draw if you're going to do a manga, but who who am I? I don't know about (laughs) that. Takashi Yamazaki's new Godzilla minus one film is opening in U.S. theaters on December 1st um, after a release in Japan uh, November 3rd of this year, uh, which is anniversary day of the original Godzilla film, November 3rd, 1954. So it's Godzilla Day. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, director and writer is also credited for visual effects. So, I mean, should be good. And he, he's uh, primarily directed live action films, including Always, Sunset on Third Street, Returner, and Parasite films. Mm. So apparently, I uh, didn't even know that they had live action Parasite, the anime films, but this is the guy behind it, and now he's doing this. So Interesting. Um, I'm always down for more Godzilla. I know it's a little overplayed, but we like it. Mm-hmm. 
And so we're just going to keep enjoying it. And if you don't like Godzilla, then don't watch it, right? So that's how that works. So there's an official teaser trailer out for that. If you guys are interested, check that out on YouTube. Have we talked about stage plays? Yeah. Okay, let's bring it back to stage plays. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're not going to believe it, but there is a visual now that has confirmed uh, and shown the cast in costume for the upcoming stage play in Tokyo for Akiba Made War. What? That's right, baby. What? That's right. So, <laughs> so things are getting wild and out are, here. The stage plays, oh the production value over there's got to be insanity. Yeah. yeah. But the my visual, gosh. I gotta tell you, the costuming and like the wigs and stuff, it's pretty spot on. Oh. And the. Uh, That's a lot of. Um, Non non active rounds gonna be shot on stage. Uh, yeah, could you imagine they're shooting blanks? Don't let Alec Baldwin on set. <laughs> Do you know what? Please. I was gonna make that joke. Were you? <laughs> and I didn't know if it was beat you to it. Yeah, whatever. Um, beat you. To- <laughs> yeah, uh, and it it you can tell it's effective because the person playing the manager, just her facial expression in this like visual, I'm annoyed with her. So I think she's doing perfect. Whatever she's doing, so. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's all the anime news I got. Do you have some? Yeah. So speaking of, uh, somewhat live action. So Netflix has at least gotten one thing, right? It seems with the one piece adaptation they're doing is that for the Japanese dub, they're actually having the characters that are in the actual Japanese dub do the dub for the live action. So if you wanted to get a taste of a little bit of home, I guess, if you're one of those uh, crazy One Piece watchers, yeah. <laughs> then you can. Uh, so the, obviously the whole cast is in, in the live action, um, you know, what they're going to be doing so far. But I'm assuming this is the main squad. We haven't watched enough for me to be sure, but I recognize the names. So Luffy, Nami, Sanji, Usopp, and Zoro are all yeah, yeah. like... It's going to be the actors. same voice actor that does the the Japanese dub. That's pretty so. legit, actually. J.E. Styles, the homie in the Discord, his wife, I guess, has been binging One Piece, and I think she's oh, on God. like, she's in the I think she's like five hundred or something. Oh. He said in the Discord, and I'm like, geez, she is cruising. I Bless can't, her. I can't imagine. Yeah, that she's doing God's work. Yeah, Mrs. Styles is out here for sure. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. And then um, another thing to note, this is my last point, is okay. um, we'll see if uh, if Japan can do a Suicide, suicide Squad uh, show, right? I saw that in so, anime of Suicide Squad. Now, the only thing, and I did watch the trailer briefly, is it's called Suicide Squad Isekai. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> the Suicide Squad is being isekai Don't know how that's gonna be but it's probably gonna look dope you know i never even saw suicide squad so i'm hoping it's dope maybe yeah i haven't seen it either so i got i have no comment on it uh i saw a clip and i i cringed oh yeah so not looking forward to it just thinking of Suicide Squad? Yeah. Of like the actual. Oh, the actual movie. Yeah, 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 that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Jared Leto. Yeah. I saw a clip and I was like, oh, I'm glad I never <laughs> put myself through that. No, thank you. No, thanks. <laughs> I'd probably be sooner to give give that a, the, you know, the Japanese the Suicide Squad isekai there a go. go before watching. We might have to. We'll see. 
There was one Jared Leto movie that, uh, I, I mean, like I, I probably wouldn't watch it again anytime soon. I think it's on Netflix maybe still, but, uh, he's in the Yakuza. He's like in Japan and he, you fell asleep. I watched oh, the yeah, whole thing. Oh, yeah, it was not like a light. Uh, but it was kind of interesting. Like, I was entertained for the whole movie, but. Well, that's what it's all for is entertainment. So. Yeah. That's good. Gundam. Oh, right? Gundam. Gundam. We've, Universal we've, Century. Yes, we've <laughs> talked, we've talked uh, <laughs> at length about how much we love uh, Gundam G-Fighter or G-Gundam, whatever you want to call it. And because Thunderbolt. And Thunderbolt, we did talk on that, and that was great. I think we have watched Unicorn, but we have we would need to rewatch if we're going to talk about Unicorn because I don't remember nothing. Honey and I love. We were talking about it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I think I said something. We were finishing watching the last couple episodes of this Double O A D War in the Pocket, and I was like, "Is Thunderbolt?" Or no, I think I saw something like, "Oh, Gundam Thunderbolt." No, not Come unicorn. On <laughs> Come yeah, on, Danielle. Um, unicorn is like has the new types in it, right? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, like, and they're talking about new types in this in War in the Pocket. And I was like, oh, so they're like kind of relatively close together. He's like, yeah, you watched it. I was like, did I? Did I watch you? <laughs> yeah, you watched it. Okay, at the I town home. I will admit, you and Joe, our good friend, friend Joe, who is. Uh, who is like the Gundam connoisseur. He's the, he's yeah. the um, what's that wine thing? Uh, wine. Sommelier. Yes. He's a Gundam sommelier. And uh, you guys were building your Gundams and watching Unicorn. I will admit I was present, but I was not but watching. you weren't there. Honey, I think I wasn't ready for the Gundam experience. Now I am in the proper mindset to be to figure out all of this timeline uh, well, universal century i won't be figuring that out i'm just gonna be like which i'm actually kind of excited okay well and i want to start from the beginning oh heaven help me <laughs> heaven help me i was just gonna say i just want to kind of watch the dope ones okay i mean so, we can yeah. i would like to watch which i did get a taste of it in this but the the granddaddy of Gundams. Oh yeah the classic 78 78 yeah we had a variation in this one mm-hmm uh, let's just do a quick little, you know, uh, synopsis as to what this is. In the final days of the one year war, a Xeon special force group infiltrates a colony to gather information on a new Gundam unit that, uh, that, that there's, uh, some word on the street about, right? We got a 10 year old student, um, Uzuruha, Uzuruha, Alfred. Let's just go with that one. Cause that's easier <laughs> to say, huh? Um, Alfred befriends a Xeon rookie pilot, Bernie. Wiseman, Bernie Wiseman, <laughs> the old guy. And uh, during a brief mobile suit battle, uh, Bernie is taken down. Okay. And then they end up meeting. And Al uh, is also, so he meets this guy and whatever. So, okay, there's his contact with Zeon. Then he meets up with Christina, the girl next door, his former babysitter. I mean, the setup, right? Uh, little does he know that Christina is also a member of the Earth Federation in opposition of Xeon, and she's the test pilot of the new NT4 prototype. And so the events of this is a 10-year-old's uh, back and forth and his confusion based on who's right, who's wrong in war 
is there such a thing? You know what I mean? Uh, and so it's kind of the events that unfold, uh, during these six episodes. So it's pretty, it's pretty darn good for what it is. It's an older one, obviously coming out in 1989. Um, animation is, I've never seen shit like this before. 1989, maybe. <laughs> 1989. And yes, obviously commemorating the 10th anniversary. Uh, this was the first, I think, OVA type Gundam deal. Uh, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. Not counting like a parody type thing, like a mobile suit SD Gundam or any of that. Um, and it was also the first Gundam title not written or directed by uh, Tomino, the, one of the creators of, of uh, obviously the entirety that is Gundam. So, Oh, wow. Some weird things obviously happening in 89 in the use of certain, I don't know how they were able to do it, but like at certain instances in this Al's room, there's a bunch of sound effects going on and it's literally from Super Mario 3. I, I, even said, I was like, what the hell, why am I, what the hell is going on here? So that was pretty interesting. And, um, well, he wasn't involved, uh, as much with that. I'm sure they would, you maybe talk to him here and there or maybe not. I don't know it, but this little series here was actually praised by Tomino. Except mm. for he did point out two glitches with this. One being the portrayal of a blue sky on the colony, which oh, was a mm. cylinder. So instead of seeing a sky, yes. because it's only about 6.4 kilometers away. Yes. You would see more. You'd actually yep. be seeing. Uh, I did think about that, actually. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and then also that the, the children being out during wartime alert. He thought that the school <laughs> resuming with combat in such close proximity was unrealistic. Uh, yeah, right. which is more sensible response, uh, which when a more sensible response should have been to close the school immediately and guide the children to shelters. Yeah. You know, the colony, maybe they're just, maybe they're just too pampered. They didn't think something was going on, but the, uh, yeah, it was a pretty close combat little fight that happened, but, oh uh, yeah, the, the, the Zeon, the Zaku, the Zaku goes right over the school in a slow-mo fashion. <laughs> yeah. And when we say slow-mo, Real slow-mo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if that, um, if that sounds up your alley and you would uh, care to watch it without being spoiled of anything, go on and find it and come on back. We actually ended up having to get this via a library rental. So. Really bringing you know, it we're back. We're out here. So definitely <laughs> do your best to find it or just don't bother watching it. Or, I don't know. Live your life and uh, prosper. So. Yes, when when it comes to the title, spoilers from now on, but when it comes to the title, Mobile Suit Gundam 0080, that's, a, if I'm not mistaken, in accordance to the year. Yes. Okay, so 0080 being that, War in the Pocket obviously being kind of a play on Al here is like helping the Xeon forces. <laughs> it's basically he, this 10-year-old is pivotal in this war because it's not, it's with his intel that they're able to see that there was in fact a Gundam uh, being transported through there. Unfortunately, colony. unbeknownst to him because he just doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's a dumbass 10 year old, which comes across a little rude, but he's a cartoon. So it doesn't matter. Am I right? And I, I've never understood. Um, I've never experienced it in real life, but what is, the fascination with like were you fascinated with like war and stuff when you were 10 or like playing war um, games and stuff like that is that a boy thing i, I mean don't... yeah probably i we would do short films over at charlie's farm well not farm but like his his parents house and we would film 
war stuff and like you know we we dig a hole put a little two by four in there cover the hole back up and then we have someone stomp <gasps> on it at the right time then you got a mortar going off listen I know I just called this 10 year old a dumbass, but we were out there in our, I mean, that's pretty sophisticated. We were, we were handling it. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the obsession is, nor do I know why a Xeon pilot is talking to a 10 year old. The whole premise on this one is funny because it's like 10 year old comes out of nowhere. Xeon pilot puts a gun to him (laughs) because like, uh, I'm just up all, I'm just hanging out. What a doing. And then he's like, okay, cool. And Give me he your did, camera. Yeah, he did. Well, no, they did the worst trade because they were like, yeah. oh, you, I think he gave him a patch, right? His patch this for the kid camera. And patches. That's all they paid him in war. Everyone was just giving him a damn patch. One of them had a microphone in it. Yeah. yeah that's why I'm calling him stupid. This kid was dumb. He dog. was 10. I know. I'm just kidding. But um, what makes it even the more sad, er? What makes it even more sad, English? <laughs> what makes it the, or more to the saddest? <laughs> I've been talking to Faye too much. I can't speak English. Um, what makes it even more sad is, mm-hmm. is just throughout the whole story is the blatant ignorance of him. Like, because obviously us as adult viewers, which I don't obviously at this point understand the whole grounds for the war between the Zeons and the Federation, right? So yeah. taking that off the table, let's just say there's a good side and a bad side. Yeah. If there even is one, because I don't know yeah, yet. That's right. That's right. But um, unbeknownst to Al, our main character, 10-year-old dummy boy, is he doesn't know right from wrong. He just sees, okay, mobile suit and... This guy's a fighter. I mean, he saw a giant robot. He was into it. Yeah. Ten-year-olds will do that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's like what pulled on my heartstring. It's like you are like the he should be, should, quote unquote, be for the Federation because that's like what his colony, I guess, is kind of for or probably towards. Yeah. And he's for the opposite team. He's for (sighs) anything that's a big-ass robot. and like. I don't know. It, it is a nice story just in the way of showing the ignorance and the innocence of a child in such an unfortunate event, such as war, it getting really close to home as a 10 year old is having to deal with later on the fact that he's told, listen, if that Gundam is still here, they're blowing this place up. And then he has to not to, he doesn't tell anyone, but he's just got to internalize and sit there crying in bed going, my dad's coming home. He's going to die and we're all going to die. And it's like, zooey mama. After his mom tells him that they're going to get back together because I guess they were separated or going to be. Uh, I mean, the dad was always out traveling. Yeah. But. Uh, and him, like after the the second big fight in the city, he sees a young boy being pulled from the rubble. And this this show doesn't pull like any punches yeah, with the yeah. gore. You're seeing blood and yep. that poor kid that was being pulled out like is bloody and obviously limp. He's dead. Yeah. Um, as a doornail. For <laughs> as sure. They say. As they say. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he's at, he's having this crisis. I can't remember if he sees that before or after being told by um, Bernie that that they're going to nuke the place basically. If, yeah. Uh, 
And they totally like brush over that. I kind of wish that they showed us instead of just telling us Mm -hmm. Al's dad coming in like, oh, you know, we were, they stopped like some ship out in space that had a nuke, whatever. Like I wish, I wish we could have seen a little bit more of like that ship being apprehended. I think Mm -hmm. that would have been very interesting, but I feel like they just totally glossed over it. Well, because it's not our main, our main character is is Al. So I guess that's true. Uh, Gundam seems to, from what we've seen, it does a very good job. And kind of going back to your previous points of it, it is very stand back. Doesn't actually like the cool thing with Thunderbolt in this was you saw both sides and you can't choose who's the right side in this little skirmish here at the very least. Obviously, babysitter, I want her to win because she's got a cool Gundam. But, um, <laughs> you know, Zaku guy, Bernie, he was he, he was an all right dude. As, as all right as you can be. So I think Gundam does that very well. And I'm not sure if that's a shtick between all the shows or not, because I'm not as experienced as well. I just like building the kits um, from the same five shows I've ever seen, um, especially considering I have the full armor uh, Thunderbolt Gundam up there. And I just got to keep staring at it. Mm. Shaw the sad. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a fun little six episode dealie. Didn't take us long, which was exactly why this is a Thursday episode. And it allowed me to make the repetitive joke of every time the mid-roll came through and showed Al in a helmet and it said (laughs) war in the pocket. I said, huh, looks like this kid's got the war in his pocket. And then the second frame would be literally. (laughs) And then there's a rocket in his pocket. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'm like, oh, oh, there it is. There's the war in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's the dumb jokes repeated over and over uh, that work for me. Sometimes. Yeah. I think um I think the most heart-wrenching part was after so so Bernie and Chris have their standoff. Yeah. Neither knows who's in the other mobile suit, well, mobile suit and then the Gundam, yep. respectively. Um and just Bernie gets sliced and diced. Yeah. <laughs> they even say off camera because poor Al is just, he sees, you know, Bernie's mobile suit just get demolished. And you could um, call it a Zaku if you want. Oh, a Zaku? Okay, yeah. great. Because um, I don't even, I mean. Well, it, would it technically be a mobile suit? Yeah, I guess suit? they're all mobile suits. Just I a Gundam is a Gundam because of little antler thingies. Antlers, yeah. <laughs> I think any Gundam fan just absolutely evaporated right there. Uh, excuse me, it's just V-Fin. And if you, if you don't oh, call it- okay, because I didn't know if there was a real uh, word for it. Yeah, the V-Fin. Okay. So um, remind me to touch back on that in a, in a minute. No. But, um, you know, so they can't identify Bernie obviously because of the wreckage and Al knows and he sees Chris quite a few weeks later because that happened on Christmas, the showdown. And he sees her. I looked at the newspaper when the dad's reading it. I think it's January 14th or something like that. Okay. So it's been a few weeks and sees Chris. She's like, I'm going back to earth actually. And, uh, Tell tell Bernie I said hi or whatever when next time you see him and it's like oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> poor Alan he can't tell anyone obviously no nope. he's in deep that's a lot to poor Al I hope he t- I hope he grows up well 
<laughs> I love that. We start with stupid kids, stupid idiot. I really hope Al's doing okay. <laughs> I hope Al, the cartoon is doing great, you know? But that, that was rough. I was really, uh, I but, was just, I, I was hoping there was going to be some part, like maybe Chris sliced the Zaku and exposed Ernie inside. And I don't know what oh, would no, have happened after. Oh no, she exposed his insides. <laughs> By slashing them into pieces. Oh my gosh. But I was just hoping for, <laughs> I mean, like, I know we've said it before about Gundam shows. War isn't ever happy. War, so. war is hell. <laughs> you know, classic. By the way, let, let me just run it back to you. Mm. You uh, a moment ago said it'd been, yeah, it's been, and then you went a couple weeks. My ears perked up because I thought you were going to say it's yeah. been a while. It's been. It's been a while. Oh, it's been a while. There it is. Oh, stained, yeah, yeah, yeah. baby. <laughs> stained. What a classic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so speaking of the V fence. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, in doing my Universal Century research, whatever. Nerd. The Turn A Gundam. Turn A. That's Turn got F. the stupid mustache. I fucking yeah, I hate, f- that, I hate that. I'm not. I'll never watch that series. <laughs> um. Well, I was gonna say I. So I looked it up. Um, yeah. And the story sounds very interesting. Actually, I wouldn't mind watching it. I just can't stand the look of that gun. That is the dumbest. Hey. <laughs> No remorse here. That is the dumbest looking Gundam ever. But is this even considered a Gundam? It doesn't have a V-Fen. I, I it's think, a mustache. I think, I don't think it's a prerequisite that the V-Fen is what makes a Gundam. No, it's just like, it's a, it's, it's a certain robot built. I don't know. It's just whatever they establish. Mm, it's a Gundam. Okay. okay. Uh, so I don't know if it needs it. I mean, his V-Fen is on his lip. <laughs> So, I mean, is that technically He's a V-fin? He's got that dirty stash. Right. And just even his chest piece looks like garbage, too. Oh, oh I haven't oh, seen full pictures. I just know my brother has that one, and I just want to smash it. <laughs> I just want to smash it. <laughs> I hate it. Could you imagine? One day, you don't even say a word. You just go right into his case. Well, I love, I love joking with my brother. We were over there for my mom's birthday this past weekend, and uh, we... We, Tom and I, my mom and my sister and my aunt were playing a new game or game we have. And Faye just wanted to play with all the pieces. Yeah. So my mom's like, why don't you bring Faye up to your room? You can turn the TV on. He's got like lots of stuffies and stuff and they love each other. So <laughs> he goes to bring her upstairs and I'm like, Faye, why don't you let Uncle Colin <laughs> show you his condoms <laughs> and play with those? He gets so mad. Oh, he gets pissed. <laughs> I mean, you're going right for the. Well, I think I even said to him, I was like, Faye, Faye will be able to break one of your Gundam's arms because you put a dent in my brand new car like a couple months after I got it. A couple months? No, a couple weeks after. <laughs> yeah. But that was funny. I'll never let him live that down. No. Okay. And he'll never get over the 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 joke of, of <laughs> Faye breaking his condoms. <laughs> oh, I give him so much grief. He doesn't panel line. And I just It's okay. I torture him. Anywho. Anywho. That's just Daniel being an older sister. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um as as far as this goes, I know that like OVAs are gonna end up being my bread and butter. Uh, for the Gundam universe, because it's like just short little bursts. I I wonder how long 
actual Gundam series are. We're going to have to look that up and which one we want to get into with that. But um, I, this was enjoyable as much as it's like, obviously not the most exciting. There's not too much mech action in this, but I don't know if that's like a sell. I don't know if that's seldom is with Gundam or not, but um, it was, it was well-paced. I mean, the first one, when I look up a UC Gundam chronological order by year, like Uh Universal Century timeline, um, Mobile Suit Gundam, the origin is what is listed first. That's Universal Century 68. Um, And that is also considered an OVA with six episodes. Mm. Um, And I don't think we need to watch like on some lists. It'll say like, you don't need to watch all of these, but. So you'd watch the origin one and then for the Gundam series revolving around Universal Century 79, which War in the Pocket is considered. It's 0080, but it's Universal Century 79. Keep with me, people. Keep with me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't. It listed um, three or four anime. Oh, no, three. So, um, or Gundam shows. So if you wanted to start with that timeline or like going down the list, you would watch either War in the Pocket. 08th MS team or Gundam Thunderbolt you could pick so you don't need to watch every single one um it sounds like there's some that they say like you have to watch you know Mm. xyz and then some like pick one out of three to get the bait the pacing of the timeline sure um so that's kind of interesting yeah but uh, I was wondering who this mysterious masked guy was in some of these thumbnails and I think I figured it out it's from that first one from the origin one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm invested. I love, uh, I love me some juicy stories. Well, war drama is as juicy as it gets. Yeah. And, and for my ever prevailing, uh, need to want to know the full story. I think that's why. Just spoil it. You know, just do your (laughs) usual. Spoil the shit out of it. Yeah. We got to watch Zoids. We got to watch a lot. We've been, Uh, do we have to watch Zoids? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and so we've uh, we've been watching Ice Guy. We went back to that show. Thank God. Loving it. Oh, it's so cute. It is so cute. It's great. Yes, there's not that much going on. And I know I normally say I hate that. But when it comes to like the romance slice of life, I obviously that's a different story. But it's just great. Mm. Ice Guy is. I love seeing the adult romance. I wish there was a bigger like niche or push for more anime with adults. It's getting there, I think. We're getting more and more. So I want a season two of Doki Chan. Someday. Or more. They got the content. They They just need to pump it out. Come on. Yeah. Pump it out, guy. Pump up the jam. Pump Pump it it up. up. (laughs) Nice. And with that, everyone left. Um, I'm sure there's been, like, I'm hoping no one who's like a true, true Gundam fan found this because, like, who are these two are. What are they talking about? Listen, we're babies. Yeah. I I think, ah, uh, I was going to say, I think Thunderbolt has been my favorite so far, but then I remember G Gundam, I mean, but, but you can't consider that. Uh, that's just like, such if you a take fun, that- I think like, <laughs> yeah, I almost just disrespected it by saying, well, I think proper Gundam. <laughs> no, that's like such a one-off interesting you know, tournament arc, that's just up our alley type of Gundam. But yeah, I think more in the traditional sense of Gundam, Thunderbolt was such a good first one to get into. Oh yeah, that was, yeah. 
because this obviously pales in comparison because it's just this little side story kind of deal. But it's. I don't know, because because there's what? Oh, a team. Oh, MS team. Like, that's the one we've been told we should watch. Oh, and I think okay. that should be next on the list. But then you want to watch in order and I don't know what the hell's going to go on. So oh, MS team is so. So there's three, three um, Gundam shows, which okay. I mentioned that fall under the Universal Century 79, which is oh, MS team. What we just watched. 0080 and then Thunderbolt. Those three are in the same, uh, I guess, year. Okay. Um, or at least like small timeline. And then it would go from there, those three, into Starbucks, Stardust Memory. Yeah, 0083. Yeah. Yeah, which we have out there. So we yep. could just go roll right into that if we're feeling frosty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it goes, you know, three shows I've never heard of. Zeta Gundam, Gundam. Zundam. Gundam ZZ and and Char's Counterattack and then it's Unicorn. And okay. then Narrative Hathaway F91 and then Mobile Suit Victory Gundam. I don't know what the fuck I just uh, read. Mobile Suit Victory Gundam's this one right here. This is the series. And I love that one. The one death. with the, the with the Okay. Big ass there's cannon. like five up there. <laughs> it's this one. Oh, that's the Victory one? Yeah. And this is like big boy. Like this is Later in the series, fully kitted out Victory oh, Gundam. Okay, so. cool. Your brother's watching that currently. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. As long as there's no gun plus. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, and that's just it. I I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I'm gonna watch the build divers or any of that. <laughs> I, Colin's been trying, he's been trying, but it's just not something I'm like totally into because the word gunpla makes me want to implode. But <laughs> Um, I'm fine with it if they say it once in a while, but it was literally every five sentences at one point. It's like, okay, we need to get another ac an acronym would be great. Just as long as it's not gunpla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the coolest part of kind of getting through the series, you and I would be just the fact that I can finally know, cause I'll base my model picks off of like, that's a cool looking Gundam. That's why I have victory Gundam. I've never watched the show. Just love it. This, um, I don't even know what the hell this one's from. Oh, yeah. The Strike I love Freedom. How, I love how the, everyone's listening and you are referencing. I'm just obviously. referencing the Strike, the strike Freedom. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what I am most excited about is, because I'm a visual learner, um, is to actually watch said show. Yeah. See said Gundam that you have potentially a model of. And then I can hopefully commit it to memory. Now there that I have seen... The RX-78, I think I can commit it to memory if I were to have flashcards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem with the RX-78 is it's like revamped, like my Tokyo Olympics one right there is the RX-78. Yeah. But now that I look at that and I remember seeing it in 0080, I can be like, that's, that's well, the, the granddaddy right there. I don't know if this was, what, yeah, which one was the Gundam in War in the Pocket? Well, it said RX-78 on it. It, it was just had a different body. Dash something, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Maybe, but you're probably right. Yeah, this, oh, maybe RX seventy eight two. Mm. Dash two. Um. So yeah. Oh like yeah. A, if they're making a prototype. Yeah. Or whatever. Cool. But yeah, no, that's what that's what I look forward to. There was they showed it very briefly. 
Lee, or no, because you guys were watching G-Witch. Yeah. And was it in that or what? No, it couldn't have been in War in the Pocket. It must have been in G-Witch. There was a, was it a Zaku? It's like a red or like a rusty red, crimsony kind of mobile suit. And it's got like on its forehead, like the big horn, it looks like a beetle. Oh, yeah, that was... Um, Is that a Zaku? No, I don't, that's not technically a Zaku. Oh, that one looks kind of cool. That one was pretty badass. It's, I mean, it's thick. It, there, there's there's <laughs> two types of Gundam folks. There's the ones that like, you know, the certain the skinny boys, and some of them like them thick. I got my buddy who... Uh, <laughs> like, I want the Gundam uh, short set from... from uh, Witch of Mercury. That's the one that's got like the circle uh, um, thing mm. on there, which the mm-hmm. the brother with the tips, the tips, mm-hmm. pink tips, <laughs> pink tips sink ships. And uh, no, nah, I don't want to say a spoiler. I was going to say something else. Oh, just what he's done in that show. You know, yeah, the character's done some shit. I haven't they all? War is hell. <laughs> um, and you are currently b- building your Ariel Gundam? No, Ariel's done. She, she's just sitting up in the box. I just haven't displayed her yet. Oh, gotcha. She I'm done. like, I thought you finished it, but she's not out yet. No, no. It's because I'm also not sure what to, I'm running out of space around these parts. And you have two Ariels. You have a different. I have an Ariel and a Lilith. The white one with pink. Yeah. Okay. That's the Lilith. That's the one I got to build still. Why is it called the Lilith? Because that's what it's named. I don't oh, know what to tell okay. you. All right. No, that's fine. That's a, that's a fine enough answer. That's all I got. Okay. Again, I, I too am in the learning process of my Gundam stuff. Ah. I did watch all of Witch of Mercury, but at the same time, I was also trying to build Gundams at certain points of watching it. So, you know. Yeah, that's true. And it was uh, subbed. So you're having to build. Subby. And, and catch what you can with the subtitles. It's true. But, uh, yeah, always a good time talking about Gundam, even if we're just talking in circles and maybe it sounds like malarkey to an actual fan. Yeah, no, I like talking Gundam. I think it's a good, uh, it's a good series. Yeah. And you know, what's really cool. What's that? I could say it all day. It's probably annoying to some people. Like I hate Gunpla. I love saying universal century. Universal century is a good that's uh, a chain of words. Yeah. It's pretty good. And then I, it was that other show. Let me see if I can. Oh, I closed the tab. But the one uh, with the mustache Gundam, it's a different century. It's the correct century. Lame. Lame. It's not even <laughs> universal. It sucks. <laughs> um, I thought I read it wrong the first couple times I read it. I was like, correct century. That doesn't make no sense. That don't make no sense. That don't make no damn sense. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we won't keep you guys holding hostage, though. Hopefully this was uh, somewhat entertaining. Uh, if not, definitely let us know. That being said, um, Daniel, closing thoughts on War in the Pocket. Enjoyable? Would you watch it again? Um, given some, some breath in between what I'm watching, sure, I'd watch it again. Sure. Sure. Okay, good. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Um, not on my list of like, I need to rewatch that anytime soon, but yeah, it's certainly something in a little bit of time. I'd probably rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I think with some more Gundam knowledge, it would be even more appreciated. Absolutely. Oh, and last thing to notice, uh, mention is we also, uh, my gosh, 
this area got ravaged today with a storm. And oh, actually yeah. we had several, uh, Illinois had several uh, tornado touchdowns today mm-hmm. as, uh, as the day we're recording. Um, and uh, not like a shout out, but one of my buddies, I guess his house got pretty beat up because one touchdown uh, near him and didn't like, from what I've heard, I don't want to like be talking about uh, spreading all these rumors or whatever, but you know, I think obviously it was all like stuff that's going to have to be fixed, but the house is still standing, which mm. is like a blessing in, in, in general there. So um, thoughts and prayers out to the homie for that. And then I should actually reach out and see if he needs anything. But, um, other than that, shoot dang, I think that's it. Shoot dang and get that. And dead gum dead is gum. what you're looking for. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, massive fan of you. And I hope that you're somewhat a fan of us. If you've made it to this point, yeah, I'm swapping the order. I can do what I want. If you've made it to this point, you must be a real friend of the show and we can't thank you enough. And we hope that you know that we actually mean it. And that's why we say it. Um, join the discord. If you haven't, if you're in the discord, um, just keep doing what you're doing. It's great in there. And that's it in a bag of chippies. So, uh, Daniel, why don't you go ahead and just, uh, send them out then. Bye guys.